Sanchez falls in love with a beautiful female patient who is slowly turning into cosmic broccoli. Yeah, she's turning into cosmic broccoli. So she- cosmic broccoli. Yeah, that's uh, thankfully they put the word cosmic in there because it would not have made sense without Absolutely it. Absolutely not. If you have not yeah. had cosmic broccoli, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go. Is it out of this world? It's out of this world. <laughs> Here is how you make cosmic broccoli: you get some space matter, you get some uh, frozen airplane poop, and you throw Ooh. in some broccoli and. You're uh, ready to go, Joe Dirt style. Do you know what uncancelled means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Dead TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is Uncancelled, giving trash TV the chance it never deserved. This week, we have a new episode up on the Patreon, the short-lived Judd Apatow series, Undeclared. It's episode 16 of Uncancelled, and it's available two weeks before the public gets access to it. To learn more, visit patreon.com uncancelled. We're back. Hello. I'm Major Agnew, Hi, everybody. And this is Uncancelled. Uncancelled? Uncancelled? Get your hands off me. Joining me is Michael. <gasps> yes. You. Michael from Storytime with Tom and Mike. Yes. But he's Mike during that, and he's Michael today. Well, actually, he's Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a while to see that. All right. <laughs> no, I saw it. I just didn't acknowledge it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm actually usually only Michael when I'm getting yelled at for something or if it is my uh, wife who has never, that I can recall, purposely called me Mike. Wow. That's- she always calls me Michael. It's it's. I mean, it's funny because when other people who know her talk to me, they refer to me in, in such a proper fashion. I'm just like... Right. That's weird. Like everybody else calls me Mike or, you know, shithead or something. Fucking you know, dick. <laughs> yeah, right. You asshole. <laughs> they refer to you in proper fashion. It's like, oh, so, yeah. So, Michael, he's <laughs> such a splendid <laughs> gentleman. Yes. <laughs> Michael, hello. Would you like a succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> You know that's that's how that <laughs> shit goes, and then uh, so it it dog. always throws me off. It always it always throws me off when when I run into somebody that I forget thinks that that's what I prefer to be called. I mean, it doesn't really matter as long as you're no, you're as long as you're you know referencing me uh, by name, whatever. Just don't call me late <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> true, <laughs> true that. I don't ever miss a meal. <laughs> if you've seen me. If you've seen me, you know this. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. 
In the 1980s, horror writer Garth Marenghi wrote, produced, directed, and starred in Dark Place, a groundbreaking series set in a hospital and exploring the deaths of the author's imagination. At least that's what Marenghi and his publicist-slash-co-star Dean Lanner claim in modern-day interviews which both bookend and interrupt the episodes. In fact, the show is cheap, cliché, it says cheeshade. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> That's actually a combination of the word of cheap and cliche. Yeah, cliche, is it actually? <laughs> Seems like it. No, I have no idea. I just made that shit up. It sounds accurate. So did they. Yeah. <laughs> Full of gaping plot holes and startlingly misogynist. Oh, yeah, there's some major startling misogynist. There's. Yes. This is either they were illiterate or in on the joke. <laughs> I'm gonna bet it's probably the former more than the latter. Uh, but I, I've read that I've read that uh, exact description myself, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess that there's yeah. there's a slight bit of illiteracy going on. <laughs> Richard Smeltzer, that's the guy's name. Uh, this was a a disaster in on purpose and i loved it yeah i mean all the 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 cheesy acting the terrible editing and uh purposeful terrible editing and uh and everything uh, it was it was genius it was genius yeah seeing it the second time i loved everything the opposite like everything that i didn't notice the first time around I noticed this time around and I was laughing at all the, you know, the terrible editing and the random, just the random things that Mm -hmm. the, I mean, I laughed at the shower scene both times. (laughs) Well, naturally, how could you not laugh at that? That is so absurd. (laughs) And couldn't, couldn't he have found a uh, slightly longer robe? He could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That robe looked like something that you might throw on around the swimming pool or something like that. Not that you would walk out of the bathroom after <laughs> taking a shower with. Your uh, your twig and berries might be hanging out the bottom, Gosh if that sakes. were the case. Yes. If you have not seen this, you need to immediately see it. It's on and uh, I will. I, and it's also on, on uh, Peacock. Uh, the NBC app, for some reason, doesn't seem to have a, a whole lot of absurd comedy stuff on it, but it does have it does have this, which was uh, which was a surprise, a pleasant surprise to me. But the the first episode, I believe, it says a psychic cack cack. What a the hell is a cack? A psychic cat. Cat as in meow, um, warns a doctor of impending doom or something along those lines, and you literally see the cat within the first uh, two three minutes of of the episode after you get through the introduction and everything, and you never see the cat again. <laughs> <laughs> like like they they based the synopsis for the episode off of a five second scene. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was, you know, it was good. Definitely did not. But that that whole episode is so the first one is so uh, just back and like just around crazy. I I, I don't know. Like, it's so discombobulated at times. 
it is absurd, and there's just random stuff popping up. And Richard A. Iodi, I say Aod Iod. I'm not sure how you say his name. I-O-D- Tom knows how to say it. Richard Aod. Richard. Yeah, yeah, Richard. That guy, Dean Lerner. Dean Lerner. Dean Lerner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. At one point. He he's just speaking, and there's a bloody shovel that just is in and out of his hand. Turns into a styrofoam cup. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's just, but it's so intentionally stupid and magical. I believe the way you described the episode the first time through when we did this was that it was schlocky. It, it is schlocky. Schlocky. It's utter schlock and glorious at being schlock. Episode one is Once Upon a Beginning. First episode. Which opens as, you know, Garth Marenghi and he's narrating. And Blood. It- Blood. 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 Sorry. And then it gets into it. Um, it's really such an out there show. You get a little bit of science fiction. You get a little bit of uh, mystery and horror and suspense. It's got a little bit of everything. Some comedy. I mean, it really feels like it's a perfect encapsulation of all the things you would look for in a show. It's everything you want it to be and more. It's it's quick it's under half an hour it's fun it's funny it's silly and goofy and terrible intentionally Mm -hmm. and even if it wasn't even if it wasn't intentionally terrible it would be terrible and it would still be a good terrible i think especially uh going after what they were going for which it feels like they were going for like um one of those 80s uh, like Ray Bradbury theater type things. I think that's what it's called. I, I honestly don't remember and I haven't taken the time to look it up since the last time I spoke of it. Um, but uh, Ray Bradbury had a show that was very similarly formatted to, to, to this, except it was quite serious. It wasn't supposed to be schlocky. It was, but, it uh, but uh, it, it was, I mean, it, it holds pretty, it holds pretty true to that. And uh, it, I forget what my point was. Dude, my brain just went totally blank. It shut off on me there. Yeah. Reboot. I am, <laughs> I am having some, some difficulty trying to come up with what to Woo. say for the, like the, the second time around, it's like, I feel like I said what needs to be said the first time. I think you said it best the first time when we were talking about uh, the explosion scene. The explosion um, scene, yes. That it reminded you a lot of Cronenberg. Yes, there's a Cronenberg-esque uh, where he's, and just the, where we talked the first time around is the exploding head scene. Not the mm-hmm. exploding head. The exploding, well, the exploding head scene body. is disembodied head. The exploding head scene is Cronenberg. This is yeah. an exploding body scene that is similar to uh, 
Cronenberg. And really the whole whole show kind of is because it's just Cronenberg was always about especially his early movies were just about kind of the absurdity of and telling the story and they were creepy and and gory and gory and it, it didn't mm-hmm. have good production values. It didn't have good acting. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we pulled people off the street because you've never seen them since. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a winner here because this is very similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only on purpose. On purpose. Only on purpose because we have some some very accomplished actors in in uh, Dean Lerner's character, uh, Richard Lilly, and, uh, and Matt Barry. Yes. You know, you've you've got some some very accomplished actors in there. So uh, acting and acting like they're acting poorly, acting like that's that's quite an act. It's quite the act. They're playing a dude who disguises <laughs> a dude who's playing another dude. Mm. It's Tropic Thunder, but for <laughs> Tropic Thunder, uh, yeah, it's just a. There's even a Sam Raimi Evil Dead vibe with. With the schlocky 80s horror comedy, there's everything about it. It's just the intro's like the intro's been done before, obviously, with like the the book telling and that, but that's intention. Everything is intentional. I don't know. <laughs> everything mm-hmm. is intentional. It's and that's just episode one. That's episode one. We didn't even talk about episode six yet. Last episode. Which is... Broccoli damn it, I can't girl. remember the name of it. Yeah, Broccoli Girl, it's the the something uh, of something something. I don't fucking remember. Mammos of <laughs> John Stamos. There you go. The creeping I know it had John Stamos in it. Of sugar. <laughs> That was that was close. John Stamos almost fits in there perfectly. John Stamos, uh, creeping moss. The creeping moss from the shores of John Stamos. That's uh, what we're gonna call this episode. John Stamos falls. John Stamos has a cameo in another series on this list, Clone High, where he's animated John Stamos. I thought you were gonna say John from Cincinnati. I almost was sure of it. Oh, that's. Oh, I just reviewed that. That's. <laughs> John from Shit's the Nazi. Yeah. Uh, the cameo show. The cameo. Anyways. Show. Yeah. Episode two does not feature any bodily explosions, but it does feature a woman turning into a vegetable, an actual vegetable, not uh, somebody who is incapable of. Of movement. Uh, yeah, she can still move, but yes, she is made of broccoli. She's made of broccoli no, and, and looks quite delicious and fetching, although green. Yes, she's quite the looking lady, indeed. Sanchez, played by Matt. Oh, I can't remember. Barry. I can't remember what, what his, uh, what the actor's, it's Dr. Lucian Sanchez, but I can't remember what the actor's name is supposed to be. Uh, Todd Rivers. Todd Rivers, that's it. That's it. Matt Barry as Todd Rivers as Dr. Lucian Sanchez. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what makes it so. It's like Inception. It's like a story within a story. And he's Garth Marenghi is narrating his novel uh, that is a show within a show within a show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this is again uh, an actor playing a guy that's playing another guy. Sanchez falls in love with a beautiful female patient who is slowly turning into cosmic broccoli. Yeah, she's turning into cosmic broccoli. So she- cosmic broccoli, yeah. That's uh, thankfully they put the word cosmic in there because it would not have made sense without Absolutely it. Absolutely not. If you have not yeah. had cosmic broccoli, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go. Is it out of this world? It's out of this world. <laughs> Here's how you make cosmic broccoli: you get some space matter, you get some. Uh, Frozen airplane poop, and you throw Ooh. in some broccoli, and you're uh, ready to go, Joe Dirt style. Isn't that crazy that airplanes drop pee and 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 crap out of their, you know, out of like while they're still in the air? Isn't that like fucking nuts? I've never known anybody that's gotten hit by a brick of frozen shit, but I think they mostly drop it in the ocean. What if like somebody like thought they'd be funny and they decided just to, you know, just to drop it in an inner city area or a very rural area? Could you imagine being outside and like, how did he die? A brick of frozen shit hit him in the head. Frozen shit hit him in the head. (laughs) It'd be like episode four of this series. Brick of frozen shit. (laughs) (laughs) A better episode for me. Better episode was definitely the second one. Oh yeah. I think uh it was although it was a narrow margin for me. Uh I think that the cohesion of that episode having, you know, a central plot to it and and the uh music video and oh. Matt Barry's nipples and his little tight black underwear <laughs> definitely pushed it across the line from the first yeah. one. I mean, just separated it that little tiny bit. Yes, and for me, and Richard Aoade rapping. I, I think Awadi Awadi Awata. I don't know. I just made. I just Awata. figured that was another way you could Richard, say it. Richard uh, Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Ionizer. I don't know how Richard, you say his last name. Uh, Turmeric acid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Richard xylophone. That's it. That's it. Richard. Ante- That's how you Richard say it. Antelope. The better episode is the latter. It's a stronger story. It has a, some semblance of a plot. Well, yeah, and it sticks a little more coherent. It. There's coherence. Yeah. Uh, the best scene. Best scene. Ah, oh, still the funeral for me. Oh, I might. You, I might. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. The exploding body. Yeah. Say so you, you knew you knew right where I was going with that because we've done this before. Yeah the uh, the 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 explosion scene for me is is the best because of the absurdity of of uh uh the doctor standing in the doorway when the guy explodes and he literally gets 
one tiny little piece of gore on him. Just a tiny piece of, of body on him. A tiny yeah. piece of human and then, flesh and meat. And then Dr. Sanchez coming back to the room at the end and going, I'll get a mop. <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's, it's ridiculous. And then the talking <laughs> head, where he's like, <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Kill me. <laughs> and then when he goes to hit him with the shovel, he just starts inexplicably yelling. Like, <laughs> ah! and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why is he yelling if that's what he wanted? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. That's not a question that we have answered. And then it However, immediately becomes a, a, the fakest looking dummy head you've ever seen. Troop. Just so intentionally, but he, I thought he would, to me, if someone says, kill me and I grab a shovel, I'm going to smack them over the head, not, not do a golf swing. Not take a slap shot with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was definitely a slap shot style move that he did with the shovel too. Like I almost feel like he kicked his leg at the end too. Like, yeah, like he, like he shifted his weight and, and, and took a good hard slapper at the goal yeah he went full uh grip it and rip it style i don't know why that would suddenly kill someone like the head it's not like like the impact is what would destroy the head not just swinging it into the air <laughs> well not only that the head wasn't really i mean yeah it wasn't like attached to anything on the floor that he was you know, ripping his head off or anything like that. He was just smacking it around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't that know was weird. why they decided but, that was it. I don't know. I guess yeah. maybe it was a game. Maybe he just decided in that moment that that's how he was going to swing it. He's, Cause it gave us something to talk about. That's, that's why. Yes. That's why they did it. Yeah. They were like, hopefully two guys will just absolutely tear apart this series twice. Twice we will uh, the dive first time it. with a lot of insight, the second time with a little bit less insight. Yeah. I gotta tell you, the politics in this show, my god, terrible. There's so many <laughs> awful left wing garbage, and it deserves Ugh. to be tossed aside by conservatives. <laughs> Conservatives won't like it. No. That's true. Uh, worst scene is. Uh, worst scene. I, I don't know. Like, it, it's intentionally terrible, so it's hard to say. I mean, I guess to your point, the, the, the small robe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I would say for me that the, the worst scene, which was just my opinion, of course. Was the uh, the handshake and and yell for fucking uh, <laughs> you know a full two minutes? <laughs> I love that so much. It's one of my favorites. The second time around, I watched it. <laughs> so yeah, well, that was that was what I put down as my worst scene. But then, yes, I appreciated it more the second time that I watched it myself. Yeah. Just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then oh, he's looking off camera and he's still doing yeah, it. And, and then it goes into her screaming in like some sort of alternate realm. And then it's back to reality. <laughs> and she stops screaming and he's still screaming. But he stops. Uh, 
So it is, if I was going to pick one, that would be it, but it's still not a bad scene. It's not a bad scene <laughs> at all. Uh, the No. As far as the funeral sequence, does she get the mother? Does she get shot through? Yep. Yep. She gets shot in the uh, shoulder, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Okay. I wasn't sure about that because then she immediately disappears. <laughs> Actually, if you watch, she's sitting and the one doctor is attending to her as she's sitting there and ah. he's like, tell her and, 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 uh, um, Daglas says, tell her I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, I don't think I'm sorry he's going to cut it this time. I thought he was going to say, tell her I'm sorry based off him just shooting the shit out of her zombie son. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because he shot her. Because <laughs> she got in his way. Uh, tell her I'm sorry. Not about his son, but about shooting her in the shoulder. Sorry I had to kill yep. him twice. After his body inexplicably exploded for no apparent reason. <laughs> yep. And that didn't kill him, but me smacking his head with a shovel did. Yes. <laughs> for some reason, his head didn't also explode, just his body. And then his head landed, and the impact of his head landing uh, did also not kill him. We're not sure why the head was suddenly alive, but it didn't matter because that's what made it so great. But so, kind of so bad, it's good. Intentionally yeah. so. Unintentionally hilarious, a.k.a. It's so funny I forgot to laugh. Yes. It's like uh, the, the unintentionally hilarious thing. I don't think that there can be anything that's unintentionally hilarious because I feel like everything in this was made to be what it was. Everything was made to be what it was. I guess the... I don't know. No, I don't. No, I... No, no, nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could think of that was even close to being something that was hilarious to me personally was when they're in the vestry and the uh and Daglas is talking to the uh to the priest and there's a picture of a dog on the wall there's all these pictures of Jesus and Mary and and uh and crucifixes and everything else and there's a picture of a freaking dog <laughs> so i guess that was that was my one thing that kind of caught me off guard and made me chuckle yeah there's uh there's unintentional comedy in the sense that I think they know it's going to be funny, but they don't necessarily know how you're going to why you're going to laugh at it. Like if it's the mm. same reason that the show intends for you to laugh at it, it's just funny. I don't know. That makes sense, sort of. In a <laughs> it wasn't unintentional. It was intentional. It was intentional. Uh, intentionally unintentional uh, things are intentionally unintentional I mean there you go I think we answered that question would you watch the rest of course yes of course I would I haven't yet but that doesn't mean that I won't I started to check out on YouTube there they have all of them and then they have like bonus stuff that they do in it's like in character interviews and commentary oh yeah and stuff but it's in character it's not like them speaking about the show it's it's like the 
It's like the stuff they do with like, like the they do inside the episode. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to see it renewed? Uncancelled. Yes. 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 Are we uncanceling Garth Marenghi? I still uh, don't know that they would be able to have it be as funny if they decided to uncancel it at this point. I mean, maybe if uh, if it was as funny uh, and as absurd. Yes, absolutely. I don't want it to be like Saturday Night Live that is still hanging on for, you know, 40 years and the shit's not funny anymore. That's like a, a WWE thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's another good example. Yeah. And those guys are both relatively the same age, if not the same age, mid 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you hit like 70, even 65, give it to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Let somebody else, you know, have a go at it. And Justin, you've been sitting on top long enough. Yeah. You, you know. Just sell the company or give it to an offspring or what have you and go enjoy the Florida sun or what have you, whatever. Go live in a private. That's what you're supposed to do when you get old. Go to Florida. I am saying that we, we are leaving goth merengue in the trash bin for, for, for protection reasons. Yeah. Absolutely, and I and I want my final thought on this is that Garth Marenghi's dark place isn't so dark anymore. We've illuminated it. Richard Ayoday, I I O Aday. Richard Coyote. Wiley Coyote is every single role in Garth Marenghi. He's just chasing a roadrunner made of broccoli. I would watch that. I would absolutely, yeah. I would absolutely watch that, and uh, uh, oh, I think maybe here's uh, we can something pitch that to him. Here's something interesting uh, trivia for the final episode: the title, "The Creeping Moss from the Shores of Shuggeth." Mm-hmm. Uh, Shuggeth is a black amoeba-esque creature created by H.P. Lovecraft, first mentioned in the horror novel At the Mountains of Madness. So, H.P. Lovecraft, hmm. yeah. He has a... It's a little tie in there. Little, uh, attaboy form. Uh, okay. You know, in this, in this obscure... So here's... It's referenced in... Okay. So in 2006, they came out with Dark Place... Illuminatum. Dark Place Illuminatum is a video from 2006, uh, two years after this series, where Garth mm-hmm. Marenghi, Dean Lerner, and Todd Rivers are interviewed about working on Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Ah. And then Horrificata Illuminata is the same exact thing, except it's 29 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> Of course they would do that. Slightly different name, yeah. Of course That's all we changed was the name. Yeah, so I guess they did. I don't know why they did. Two years later, they decided to do. Was that planned? Do you think they planned that? I think everything is planned. There's nothing left to uh, to chance when it comes to the world of Garth Marenghi. We've already established that. The top review says, don't listen to the other review. 
Don't listen to the other review. This is a masterpiece. Granted, it has an acquired taste. Many people will not like this, but many do. It redefines comedy in a way that can be described <laughs> as a weird trip. You just have to watch it to understand. It's a comedic parody of an 80s horror sitcom that really goes over the bar to make varying scenes that have this awkwardness unintentional mishaps to bring a style of comedy that I myself find amazing. That's a very excessive run-on sentence. Yeah, it is. If you have an open mind and 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 love and unusual and new story, did the, the guy didn't have the D working to that day in more <laughs> ways than one? Hmm. Woohoo! Uh, Somebody's impotent. <laughs> Then you should love this. Give it a shot. To anyone who's watched the original Dark Place and you already know and you need no review. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so this... Uh, I was going to say it sounded like he was reviewing the original series on the commentary one, but I guess this has... Um, yeah, I guess this has content inside of it. I did catch some of it. I didn't see... I caught the first five minutes or so, and I didn't mm -hmm. see anything besides them talking about it. And maybe a bit... Well, of I'm going to have to check this review, out. But yeah, I guess they did a whole commentary that's almost... Well, yeah, it's an hour extra. And then there's one where they... The whole series is com is has commentary over top of it. If you've wa have you ever watched commentary on a movie like DVD, I have. It's kind of, yes, it's kind of cool, but I, sometimes it's boring. Yeah, it's cool for like five minutes, and and then uh, yeah, I watched the one on uh, Wall Street with Charlie Sheen, and I think. Michael Douglas was on it. Yeah. And Oliver mm -hmm. Stone is doing some commentary. That was interesting, but it still, I turned it off after five minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I just watched the movie. I don't want to watch the movie again with commentary. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's the, that's the big thing that holds me back. Yeah. It, which is probably why I'll never get to watch. Well, I might just have the commentary while I watched the the whole series and because you know you've seen two episodes and yeah that's different it's not like sitting there and watching a uh, you know two hour movie that you just watched and then the commentary and then the only thing that's different is the commentary yeah the commentary it's done! So uncancel, it's a grub! Ain't no more gonna die!
Wait a minute. Throw some Erzinaz in there. What's your hurry? <laughs>